Hi, I'm Katharina. And I'm Jaden. And welcome to the first episode of our podcast called Rage Room, where we talk to each other and hope somebody else listens. Um, on today's episode, we have nothing to <laughs> Nothing at all. But we thought we would take ourselves and anybody else, one or two possible listeners, through... A Gal's Guide to Being a Cunt in 2023. (laughs) So we made this because we were in the trenches. We were were definitely in the trenches. We were down bad for real. Bad. Yeah, pussy Um, pussy whipped. Pussy pussy whipped. Um, Little background, the last six months of our lives have been horrible. Uh, um, yours was longer. It was nine. Oh, okay. Here, let's rapid fire everything that happened to us in the last um since let's start at August or let's start July. July was my start. You start rapid fire. Go off. Um. Okay. So I essentially lived with Katharina for a week. Um. <laughs> in this time, May, June, July. Oh, this was before. This is right before my five month situation ship happened um yeah. that started in august for me uh pretty much um that started had about five months of infatuation of pussy whippage and you hauling got my heart broken but it's fine because mine was so much less severe than kathy's <laughs> and we figured this out the other day because um this morning this morning yeah that we was figured right this, this out. morning because yeah, okay. Kathy was in love and Jaden wasn't. Love is a dangerous illusion. <laughs> okay, next. What, what, August? That started for you. Pretty much it just started and went downhill from there. I mean, it was cool until December when, like, break happened. And then, you know, job lossage happened. Actually, that was a choice. But then, um, you know, when you have no direction in life and just decide to continue to be miserable, then your life is just going to get miserable and you're going to make everyone else around you miserable. So even me, I was miserable because of her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, um, this is real. We got, we got in here. Oh, yeah. my kidney stone right that when school was, started. That was and my roommate too. got COVID the second week. Right. I feel like you've had some other good ones. Like some uh, other really good ones. Mental health crisis. Mm-hmm. We'll tell, we'll, oh, oh, we'll tell. Diagnosis? The ADHD? Diagnosis? I started meds. Yes. My dad left again. Oh yeah, her dad picked up and went to New Mexico without telling her. What else happened? Um, I worked at the theater. Then I didn't work at the theater. We worked together at the we theater. We worked together. Yes. Then we I worked at Taco Bell. I went back. I was miserable. Oh, I started college. I think that's the most important thing for the both of us. We mm-hmm. started. One of us almost dropped out of college. The other one almost oh. fell out of college. Oh wait, the so both of us almost oh. ourselves, <laughs> ourselves out of college. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway, my last six months, let's or nine months for me, I guess. 
let's start. July, my dog died of 12 years. Eh. Um, oh, oh, I should preface. I was in a relationship this whole time. Okay. We'll get into that definitely within the contents of today's um, list. But I was in a relationship from March of 2022 until December of 2022. So my dog died <laughs> in July. My um, great grandmother died in July. My great aunt also died in July. I went to a lot of funerals in July. Um, then in August, I moved up to college alone in an apartment alone and then I within the first month of being being there broke both my ankles um <laughs> I fractured my left one and my um uh, ankle bone and then I, I sprained the other one so I was in a boot for two months and then I was on crutches for like two weeks um couldn't walk um fell into major depression went home every week um the week after I broke both my ankles I drove back up for the first time to find out that my fridge was unplugged and all of my food was rotten and this is also the day Jay had a kidney infection so she called me up and she's like hey will you take me to Walgreens to get my sh my prescription like, but yeah I ran all out of all of my food because it's all spoiled let's go to Trader Joe's oh, and you know what else happened that day yeah that was a good moment for me it was a triad in that day because I was still on crutches that day and the poor girl who hit me had to watch me hobble out of the car with my splints I, to get, I went and got her first <laughs> yeah you went mom. into her you did um turns yeah. out she goes to my school hi Maddie if you're watching <laughs> miss Shut you girl out um what else um oh then after that um fell into catatonic depression for a week was failing all my classes almost oh hi henry um Jaden had to come save me i lived at du for two days yeah, and then johnny had to come pick you up johnny got me um then that was in october took my ass home um dropped out of college a week later eh, proceeded to change my major not do school um my relationship was going horrible because of all my issues and then we finally broke up on the day before new year's eve and that's where we mm. are now this is our day. therapy this is our therapy and you just get to listen to it i hope it's entertaining as much as it or i hope it entertains you as much as it entertains us because because it entertains us this is everything that led us into creating going into this new year which was terrible, terrible. Um, yeah my relationship ended uh like a week after new year's oh, and ended right I came before. Up and got you i came up and got yeah. you and then we made this list that weekend yep. i feel like she had to come and get me because i was gonna <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> and took me to took me to our hometown and we stayed in the trap house for the whole weekend and she drove me back up here like a g um but anyways from this was born a gal's guide to being a cunt in 2023 so yeah. we're gonna share this advice with you so that you can learn from um uh, our mistakes that led to horrible mental decline um also yeah. these are these are in categories 
So we got yeah, we covered got, on our So friends. we're going through we're going through social media and technology. We're gonna go through dating and friendships. We're gonna go mind, body, soul, education, finances, and then just kind of end with talking about our friendship a little bit. And yeah, 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 yeah. Us. Yeah, some, we'll some do that. friends, some friend advice. Okay. Some friend advice and just yeah, a little bit about us and our friendship. I guess we could talk about. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first section category is category. social media and technology, and the first bullet in this category is never check Snap Maps for a bitty. You do not want to do this because once you get caught turn up them in off. that shit, turn them off. Turn them off. Turn it off. Nobody, number one, nobody ever needs to know where the fuck you are. Ever. Like, we need to add this in here, but I'm going to say it right now. Do not mm -hmm. make a live 360 with anyone but your best friend. Yes. Oh, my God. So good. Once again, this is just like, this is being too available for people who aren't available for you. And you know, you always know that motherfuckers are using Snap Maps to make you mad. You know they are because you know or, when you have Snap Maps on, you do it too. Exactly, I was going to say, or you know you're using them for the wrong reason. So just stay off. Don't have yours on. Don't look at anyone else's. Number two, never check who's following you. Don't open it. You know it's going to make you feel bad. Mm -hmm. This, especially for us, has come to fruition the past two months. Um, as we both disentered our relationship. We had, we had made friends or had previous friends that were friends with our significant others. So unfortunately for our mental sanity, which I think it, we're going to get to in a minute, we had to unfollow them because we just did not want to see it because we knew it would make us sad. And this comes up in like, you unfollow your ex always, but this comes up in like, if you're looking at who's following you, you're going to see like, oh my God, this girl that I've known for 10 years isn't following me because she hates me now. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to see that shit. Yeah. No, you don't. And also just, like, it's not good for your, like, it doesn't matter who's following you. You shouldn't be yes. posting for other people anyways. And you know that if you're going to post this, and we're going to get into this, um, there's just a lot of segues. But, um, yeah, no one needs to know what you're doing all the time, and you shouldn't be posting for anyone else. And, um and you shouldn't you, be petty with you your did post. this last week. Like, last week, yeah. you have somebody that you shouldn't have had on your finsta and you were posting for them and it changes the way that you post where you're not posting for yourself anymore and like exactly. when you when you know the audience that you're going for you're obviously going to make certain decisions to make yourself seem more likable but you don't need to do that exactly and it just it ends up being bad anyways because that's not the kind of person i am anyways and so like why am i portraying those characteristics you know mm -hmm. if that's not that's not what I want to represent. Okay, the next one comes in with this too. I'm actually going to segue like three and four together. Three okay. is unfollow people who do not follow you. And four is only follow people you know. And then there's a little subsection, subsection A under four. of Post for yourself, not what you think you should post for other people. Which also goes with number two. But yeah, three and four, it's like, about we talked about the grocery store rule of like, if you if you're following somebody and you wouldn't be happy to see them in a grocery store like wouldn't go up to them and be like hi how are you like let's hang out I haven't seen you in forever you don't need to be especially especially if it's someone that you would run away and hide from at the grocery store yes 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 you don't need to be following them because that's just like 
even if you don't realize that that's negative energy, like for sure. Yeah. And that's like just having that. And then I'm following like people. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's just causing unnecessary mental stress for no reason. Like, your life is your own. It's not anyone mm-hmm. else's. And then I'm, I'm following people who don't follow you. Like, if they're it not just sharing matter. their lives with you. Yeah, if they're not sharing their lives with you, then also you kind of know, like, okay, they're not following me. I'm following them. Like, I'm creeping on them. That's why I'm following them. I don't know them. I'm just following them because I'm creeping on them and comparing myself to them and all this shit. You know what I mean? And so it's just not healthy. Mm-mm. So go ahead on the next one. Um, oh, you good thing you gave this one to me. <laughs> Never check. Yeah. Use your stories. It really doesn't matter. And I really am hypocritical about this because I do check them sometimes but I've been so much better and especially now since like it was really only bad when I still had that one person following me and so that's like really what I would check for like I would find myself checking for one person and so I think that goes back into like like don't check who's following you like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who sees your stories you're posting that content because you wanted to post it um and if anyone else like if they like it or if they like say anything or like swipe up on your story it's like good like great that shows that they care but like does it matter who saw it in the first place no does it matter who didn't respond no no and the other thing like it's just like for me i get a lot of posting anxiety so when i can Mm. see who sees my stories or whatever like my snap stories my instagram stories whatever it makes me like be like oh my god this person saw this like that's so embarrassing for me like they're gonna think I'm so weird for posting this whatever and that well, like and that once again so takes so away from the experience of social media so moving on so sorry the next, the next is a good one it's be for fucking real under sub Section a we have stop using things and people to fill voids in your life and subsection b limit usage of social media and then we have our exceptions which are tiktok and pinterest i want to start i want to start talking about stop using things and people to fill voids in your life so this even like i guess like social media i guess this goes into like interpersonal relationships too really because like you should be content within yourself and if there are voids in your life you should be the one actively trying to solve them because all that that's gonna do when you bring a person in to fill that void when you bring something in it could be like a substance it could be like I don't know any kind of addiction any person any anything just like to try to fill that void like that's literally gonna stop you from growing because you're filling that void and then when you lose that part of you you don't know what to do yeah, and you don't but know like, who you are either, and you can't be for fucking real because you don't have a no, personality. Exactly, but like at the end of the day, you have to go to bed with you. So fill fill those voids within yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I've essentially done with most of my relationships. Um, so this is my first time being single, single for a while, like for mm-hmm. a, four years of serial dating, which is crazy. Um. But it's just not good, and it caused me a lot of anxiety and a lot of codependency issues. 
that you just don't need. And it caused me to miss out on a lot of experiences in my life because instead of trying to do things that made me happy to fill those voids and like within myself, I was doing it with other people, which turned into four other people. Um, and that just doesn't, it doesn't work out. And like with that too, just the energy you have in your life and like that all correlates back to social media. Like as much as we don't realize it, like we've been really on our shit about limiting our social media usage because for us, we use it like it, it's like a quintessential part of dating now, you know, like we're every time, and I'll admit this, every time I hop on any social media platform, I'm expecting to see a picture of my ex and that's what I'm scrolling for. Cause that's what I want to see. And that's not fucking healthy. It's not. And comparing yeah. yourself to people on Instagram, all that is not healthy. And it makes you feel like shit about yourself. And Which it's hard like why, to stop doing too. Yeah. And it's like why we've been more intentional with like what we're following, who we're following, mm-hmm. who's seeing our content. Because like that's yeah, number one, so it's a it's a peace of mind thing because like I don't want to be seeing that and I don't want to be thinking about seeing that. So like mm-hmm. literally with my the last relationship, like I don't worry about her coming up on my feed anymore because number one, it doesn't matter. That's not a part of my life. That's not my business anymore. If it Mm -hmm. happens, it happens. We move on. We don't let it consume us. But number two, by eliminating those people and like, like getting rid of that possibility, you're also just like freeing up your mental space because A, sure. you're not posting. You're not posting so that they by chance see it again and oh I hope that I hope that she sees this and like blah blah blah. Like, no, <laughs> you're being real. Like you're being you for you and mm-hmm. for nobody else. And especially like why give them the energy, the time of day day when they never gave it to you in the first place? Yeah. There's no point in trying to prove a point anymore because what's done is done and what's over is over. All you can do is move on and grow. And I know that's easier said than done. And I still, we, we both still we both struggle, struggle with I it. I probably struggle with that more so than you do at this point. Well, I think like, I was thinking about this a second ago that I think this even like correlates into our dating personalities. I think so. Of like, you're a serial dater. You don't fall in love super fast. You move on. You're in, you're out. Whereas I'm not like that at all. And I wait years to find the right person and then once I'm in I'm in and it's really hard for me to detach from that and see I like it's weird because I have codependency and like attachment issues so it's like weird because it's like I'm codependent on people but then like I can detach from them and it hurts and it's heartbreak and it hurts so bad right at the beginning but then I'm fine and I move on because like what happens every know. time like you're fucked up for like two weeks and then you're like I'm ready to go which is a good thing yeah. and a bad thing I feel like but I also it feel like that speaks on the validity of the relationship itself too yeah and I was know? really thinking about this like I was having this conversation with someone last night and I was just like like thinking about the fact that like I don't know in the way that you've experienced love I don't know if I ever have which is like because I and, like, I think where I'm at now, literally, and, like, talking to people, and, like, I still, like, I'll, like, openly say that. Like, I am, like, now talking to people because, like, I remember I what I was going to say. <laughs> it's this. Okay. The reason that you're able to move on from people so quick is that fucking people treat you like shit 
So the yeah. second that somebody comes at you giving you better energy, you're so attracted to them because you're like, oh my God, like, because I'm that's the one these. thing, the one thing that I'm searching for is a deep emotional connection. Yeah. That's it. That's all that I want in a person. That is yeah. literally all that I want in a person. Like I was talking about this too. Like, oh God, this is so off topic and we're so on a different tangent, but it's, it's fine. so fine. Um, but like, I think I've realized I don't see like, I don't perceive people like that. Like I see people as like their personalities and like who they are and that's what attracts me rather than like Yeah, looks I know you've and like some gender ugly people. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Dude. <laughs> I did not date the Druid King. I know. I but kissed, kissed him, him on, on my your birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. My uh, 18th birthday, I was playing mommy to somebody who didn't deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, off topic, off tangent. Anyways, um, yeah, I search for emotional connections in people, which causes me to serial date them. Um, Katharina falls into serious love with people, on the other hand, and it fucks her over for years at a time. Ah! So- <laughs> for the next two years about this one i think i've dated like over double the amount of people you have people that I because it takes you that long in the time i've cycled through a few of them yes. to get over one um from it's 2019 to 2022 Jaden has seen 11 people while i've seen two uh. so that just shows us as people it doesn't include all of the talking phases no it doesn't it really doesn't. Dude, I swear to God, like, over the summer, this bitch lived with me most of the time, and she would just pick up, sit back down fucking every single time I she'd be on a different date. I never knew. Like, there were so many stories. Yeah. He, he was so nice to me, and then a week later, he was a fucking cunt. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about our, our dating at, when we get into relationships, because we got a lot. Yeah. We have a lot to say. <laughs> we have a lot, Yeah. Okay, the next one on social media is no petty use of social media and have dignity with the digs at these hoes. This is important to me. I'm the one that really was like, this is super important. I did it too. What? I did it too. I had petty posts. Oh, yeah. Well, and I'm like, I um, am an Aries, so I hate expressing any of my emotions. So I just like, I don't want to put shit out that's number one reflects badly on who I am. Like if I posted a social media story and was like, fuck that bitch. Like she never did this, 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 like I'm the victim here, whatever. Even if that person sees that and feels bad about it, like they're still going to be like, wow, that's a shitty move from her. That's disgusting. And even like the petty stuff. want to be that. Mm-mm. No. And it just brings like wrong energy and it will attract bad people to you. It will make people stay away from you because they're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, think about the fucking like girl who was loud as fuck in middle school and would beat everybody up. Like everybody was like, what the fuck? You don't want to be like, also, you don't want to attract that energy because as coming from a serial dater and someone who petty posts and posts for attention, 
I would attract all the wrong people. And why do you think I, I saw like 11 people in that short of a time? Because they all treated me so shitty because I wouldn't just like, you're bringing that attention into you. Like you're attracting the kind of person you're not, that you don't want, that you don't want to be like, don't do it. Like, don't do it. Don't settle for less. Just, just because like, yeah, it just, it always ends up. It bad (laughs) well okay and the other part of this is have dignity with the digs of these hoes if you're gonna do it you have to it has to be good it has to be be so good yeah but it has to also just be for like for hot sake you know like and for your friends like it's funny for your friends like the person that you're directing these at should not be able to see them period point blank that's exactly sometimes you just like cope with humor yeah in the form of a dig and sometimes that's just what happens but like don't post it for the public to see because also then the public then just sees that you're being a petty petty hoe i don't know if this is bad advice but like it's what we do and it's real so at least if you're gonna have digs like don't being for fucking anybody real. else with it yeah yeah this is all even that like raw, that what you just truth. said isn't horrible like that's not like overtly like bad like it's like okay whatever like that's like a typical breakup post like you know what like or you post an instagram like selfie being like like something new phone who this like something like that that's just like it's indicative of you are single but like not that you're dwelling over it, not that you're pissed, just like, hey. That can be, no, like, hey, like, here we go, like, I just went through this, like, I get to be a bad bitch coming out of this era, like, Mm -hmm. and the story, point blank, establish yourself is that, that's the energy you want, that's the energy you're gonna get. You can use it for growth, quite honestly, you really can. No, really, and for confidence, those pickies that we took after my breakup, come on, Mm -hmm. and it's a bonding experience, like, us going taking those pictures together like yeah it was like okay I need like a good hot comeback moment but it wasn't directly like oh I need to show this bitch this what this it was like no this is for us like I need to feel like a bad bitch again like I mm-hmm. need to feel like I'm not down in the slums and ugly yeah. and heartbroken but like I need to be a bad bitty and that's okay mm-hmm. we were also talking like I know I mentioned this a while ago and I think I did it like with my last Instagram post but I was like I definitely want to be more creative with the pictures I put out there like I don't just want to be the bitch that like goes and takes pictures and you know like you drive past those bitches on the street and you're like they're taking pictures for Instagram like I don't want to do that I want the pictures that I post to like be expressive of who I am and not just like this is what you do to get followers this is what you do to get people to like you this is what you do to look hot like I I want to show my innermost passion and creativity and have people who appreciate that and who will join in that energy with me. Well, see, and I think for me lately, it's like in the same way, but different in the way that I've just been posting like the memories and things that make me happy yeah. and like pictures that make me feel good about myself mm-hmm. that I want to share with people. And like, um, I think maybe both of our not, approaches like, are good. I do too, but it just shows like there's different ways that you can use social media for good and growth but there's also a lot of ways that you can use it for bad mm-hmm. it's a slippery slope and you really have to be conscious of it you have to be conscious of what you're doing on social media to really recognize it and to be like wow yeah. this really is making my life super stressful <laughs> yeah uh goes into the next one in terms of like stress management yeah. notifications off this Catherine and i both 
we made it cute on our phones. We have our own little like do not disturb so we have certain messages. Only her messages come through to me because really like that's the only notification I need to be seeing. Like anything else, my time is given to you on my time and I don't owe you a response. Like I don't owe mm-hmm. you a text back. I don't need the constant flood of 80 new pins that we think would interest you like it's just not worth it like that's filling a void in your life with something else Mm -hmm. where like you could be spending your time doing anything else other than waiting for that notification on your phone to show up and like even in terms of like talking to people and dating I found that it helps so much because I'll just respond when I want instead of immediately when I get the notification or if it is someone that I want to respond to I'll check and see if they're responding like then that's still my choice you know Mm -hmm. it's just nice and for me like I turned off app notifications too like I have to go into the app to look at them for me like Snapchat Instagram Pinterest Twitter Facebook I turned all of the notifications completely off because the reality is I don't need that I turned mine off for Instagram which like again is good for me I'm not like me and Jane are different about our phone usage and I think it's very important like introvert extrovert Jaden likes to be talking to people all the time and I hate texting and talking so I don't so on that front it's easier for me like you're yeah. both, but you do like to just chat with people. I do because I like people. I and do, you do but with I like me my too. people. Yeah, yeah, I do. But like I have you and June and Maya. Like those are my buddies, and we don't even text every day, you know. But that's just how yeah. I am versus how you are. But like even I, I don't have to deal with that stress as much because I'm not getting a lot of like incoming messages. But for me, like it, turning off my Instagram notifications has been so good especially when I post or do a story so I'm not like fucking keep refreshing the feed being like okay who's liking this whatever you know what I mean so I can yeah not stress over it once I do it and then it takes it doesn't take the joy out of posting anymore because it's like yeah I posted this cool and then you come back and see it and you're like oh cool that's it and like if people if people do like it I mean like you can look and see and be like oh cool like great Mm -hmm. wonderful but like you're not actively checking those things and you're not actively waiting for those notifications and expecting anything from anyone, which we're going to get to <laughs> later. Yes. Okay. 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 Next okay, one. That's the whole wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, Next one's pretty, faces clean. pretty simple. Just like, like any other clutter, if you have a bunch of shit, like fogging up your mind, you don't want it. No, and dude, make like, your spaces I, cute too. Exactly. Like I went into my computer the other day and found a whole bunch of pictures of like me and my ex and I was like, oh, well, we didn't clean here. And so like it didn't bother me and I like saw them and I was like, okay, cool. This I just need to get rid of so that this is not affecting my mental health. And so that I have a peace of mind knowing that this is my space and my space is clean. Mm -hmm. Especially with how much we use technology and like especially in college. In college, Mm -hmm. you're on everything all day. We have the Apple ecosystem, babes. Like, make it pretty. Keep it clean. Keep it for you because that's who it's for. Mm -hmm. I was really, you're the one that sees it every day. Yeah, my guiltiest pleasure is going on Snapchat on my iPad because sometimes a bitty just needs it to be full screen. Like, (laughs) we're all different. (laughs) We're all different. Okay, the next one is never. 
or hate scroll anybody, it will always make you feel bad. Um, I think yeah. the obvious best example of this is exes. We you don't do that shit. <laughs> well, our exes fucked us up. Yeah. And changed the, the way we one. honestly view the everything most, in our life. The most recent ones, especially. Especially. Mm-hmm. A lot came to fruition then. No, obviously. Well, and obviously I think it's fair because that's what inspired this list in the first place. Was we needed mm-hmm. a change in our lives to yeah. be focused on ourselves. And then we revised it again, so. We did. But just, like, even, not even your exes. Like, obviously, avoid the face of your ex no matter what for eight to ten months after dating, or else you are going to be sad. If you're a lesbian, especially. If you were a lesbian, especially. (laughs) Or any woman-loving woman. mm -hmm. True, true. But also, like, I'm going to fucking shoot you in the head if you interrupt me again. (laughs) (laughs) This is ADHD and autism. The ADHD and autism show. Okay. I need to get this out. Hate scrolling on anybody like bitches you hate, bitches you want to be, bitches whatever. It's going to make you feel bad. Like it's the energy you're wishing like you're being, you want to be them or you're seeing their stuff and you're like, oh my God, you're so fucking stupid. I hate you. And then also you're adding negativity to your life. So this is just about negativity. Just cut it out. Focus on yourself. Don't focus on anybody else's life. Because number one, it's not real either. So what no, are you going to do? it's all social media. It's social media. Like, that. at the end of the day, like, it's a portrayal. Like, you don't know whether or not they're miserable or not. And I was going to say this with the whole, like, being petty posts and, like, posting whatever. Like, quite honestly, like, I hope, because, like, I haven't looked. But I hope that, that she's posting things that make her feel good and confident about herself. Like, I do. I'm doing that for me. Like, at the end of the day, like, we can't hold these, like, hate. Like, we can't hate scroll. We can't, like, we can't hold this because that's still just energy you're giving to that person. Like, that's still your Mm -hmm. energy and your life that you are giving away. And that's so unnecessary for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's so detrimental, too, because then you're still not living your life for you after a relationship. Like, for me, Like, I gave my everything to this person. Like, my life was lived for her. So I don't need to be giving her that anymore. And, like, Mm -hmm. it's the same way. Like, don't give it the energy it doesn't deserve. Yeah. Okay. The next one, we have kind of talked about this already. But it's curate your content to what you want to see, not what other people do. So just, like, having people on your feed that you genuinely like and care for and having artists that you genuinely like and like connect with them and like having a fucking funny account you follow because you think it's cute or astrology or whatever like it's just for you and nobody's gonna look up on your instagram and be like what the fuck are you doing i love watching tiny food videos (laughs) that is my are you serious (laughs) <laughs> that is my guiltiest pleasure. Those little ones where they make like little McDonald's burgers and like the little machines that like make the little fries out of bread and the burgers out of bread and they put them in there. Oh my God, my ADHD goes <laughs> every time. But like do things that make you happy. See things that make you happy. <laughs> Number 12. I'll let this you one, take this one. This one's for me. <laughs> No dating apps. Um, I'll talk about it really brief. Sum it up for you. Negative makes you feel awful about yourself. 
actively seeking constant validation from people who are never going to give you what you want. Um, keep in mind, my last relationship was off of a dating app. Dating app. So literally manufactured, like literally a manufactured relationship based off of like all of these like not real things, things about like, them. Yeah. Literally, I was listening to like I was listening to a podcast the other day, and she was talking about like how she cut out of her use of dating apps. Because she would find that when she would find someone she wanted to talk to, she would change her whole profile to, like, get oh, them wow. to respond. And mm-hmm. so, like, I, it never got that bad for me. But I feel like, like it could, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But then you're not, like, chasing. Like, you're not forcing people to like you. You're not, like, mm-hmm. looking to do that. Like, that is something that, like, now is in the hands of other things. And, like, yeah, I've met some really cool people. But, like... It's just, I don't know, it's different. Like, literally the other night, I in just a capitalistic rage, I just, like, deleted Bumble and my Bumble account and was just, like, done. Like, we're done. I was like, I can't, I, I don't chase, I attract. I don't chase, I attract. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so much energy. It's only fun when you have straight friends who you can use their Bumble and troll men. Yeah. That is the best. I think from my perspective, I've never used a dating app. And obviously I've been throughout Jay since like I was there the first night you downloaded Tinder. I've been there for it all. And for me, it's just the safety thing. Like you don't know who those fucking people are. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And they have access to a lot of things about you that you wouldn't realize. They can murder you, be creepy, whatnot, (laughs) sexually assault you, you know, the gist. So it's just not safe. You need to meet somebody. I think this is another thing of like, I told you this, that meeting somebody via texting, you think your relationship is a lot more deep than it is because you're always texting and you think like, oh, we're talking all the time. We know so much about each other. You don't. You've never met this person in real life. You don't know. Like, for me, I get gut feelings about people. And if I don't like you at first, I'm never going to like you. And you don't have that when you meet this person. Like, you're talking to them. You can really like them. They get in front of you. They have all these red flags. And you're like, but I really like them. Like, what about all these times, you know? It just is like a psychology thing. It's not safe. Well, trust me, it's coming from the girl who dated someone online for a year and a half. Like, we we know as crazy as it is at about 18, I still know I don't know a lot, but I know what I know, and I know it's not a good idea. Okay, the next, one's really, the next one's really quick, and then we can move on to the juicy part. It's also just yes. don't text to text. And like we were just saying, like, that's have not meaningful how you have close relationships. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing that we need to say right here is have meaningful conversations with people that you want to have conversations with. Don't text back just to text back. Text back if you want to talk to someone. I feel like like you and I have done a lot better at this lately in terms of like oh, yeah. the time that we spend with each other and the time that we spend talking is for a reason. Yeah, that is true. But also I think that's like a lot of that is I it works well in our relationship now, I feel like, but it definitely has caused some strife before of like me being yeah. super like detached because that's just not how I am really and I've grown to understand that mm -hmm. and I think that's why now it's like our times that we talk are so fun and like they're great but we're not like fucking telling each other everything all the time you know and then we have something to talk about and then we find ways to like 
do things like this like what we're doing now like this is like a way for us to deepen our friendship and connect like obviously we're doing this like we're not sitting together in person which I guess is something we should talk about because we're in two different cities right now but like our friendship is still equally as important to us and it's like this is what like if this is what we're doing to like be able to connect with each other and that's a way and an outlet that we can do that like that's literally what we said we're talking to ourselves in hopes that maybe someone wants to listen but Mm -hmm. like this is this is basically like for us you know it's something that we've talked about doing for a really long time and something that like we're excited and passionate about together and I think like those are the things that you should be doing with like the people you're talking to especially if it's like not in person because you also want to have to be you want to be able to share those things with people like in person too like I don't want to be texting like my roommate 24 hours a day oh I'm going to class now oh I'm getting Starbucks oh I'm going to the dining hall like it's just not necessary people Mm -hmm. don't need a play-by-play of your lives they don't deserve a play-by-play of your lives like that's true your life is your own yeah on to dating and friendships this is where it gets so cunty you don't have to take this advice but this is what we're living on because we've gotten hurt so many times and we're not fucking around with it anymore in so many different ways by so many different people we're talking friendships we're talking dating we're talking parents we're talking god the whole we're talking god let's just put it out there we're talking god (laughs) my religion trauma yeah that could be a whole episode (laughs) okay the first one this one's big for me this one i think i i kind of (laughs) coined this one (laughs) so Let's just give a little background. Um, in my previous relationship, <laughs> I will put this out here. Girly, if you listen to this, I know I was the problem. I know. But we're going to talk about it because you did some things too. This bitch and I never, I never knew what she was doing. She never knew what I was doing. We didn't really have a lot of, we had deep conversations, but not like in the deep emotional connection way that I wanted. And she would never ask me anything about myself. Like, what I was doing for the day, any of that. So the first thing is never offer up information about yourself. Only ask, only give what they ask. That's it. This bitch, I changed my major in probably the first to second week of November. And we dated for six weeks after. She never once asked me. And she also, knew that I was going to do that. And she never once asked me, like, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to change your major to? Are you going to do school next like year? Any of that. Nothing. Also, just, just for reference bitch is not derogatory um we're using this solely as i refer to her as my bitch my roommate yeah. is that bitch like everyone's that bitch you know what i mean like come on what did that bitch do to you like we could be talking about like one of our close mutual friends like mm-hmm. it's just a word and if Anyways. if you take it derogatorily the shoe fits um so under, under subsection a that part is people don't need to know anything about you unless they earn it that's like the and privacy that's thing. Important. Well, that privacy and also just the fact that like don't jump into things like that. Like things don't need to be that deep that quick. And I struggle with that a lot. Like mm-hmm. I struggle with that a lot because like I strive for deep emotional connections with people. So I feel like I need to tell them everything about myself. But like you don't. And also in relationships, like I struggled a lot with this in my relationship too, where I'd be asking and doing all of these things for them. And that would never get 
it would never get returned and it just causes hurt on both ends especially to the point where like you can be talking about your emotions and your feelings and how are you to know that they're not literally just going behind your back like that was obviously a huge thing that happened in my last relationship and it's like people don't need to know everything about you people don't Mm. need to know everything all at once like it's just it's not necessary and for me the main reason that I like stopped doing this was because I noticed like even when I would tell her things she'd be like okay great cool whatever not really pay attention and I never felt like she really honestly cared about what I was what you had to say and it doesn't like it's it's just the simple act of asking and wanting to know that it it means so much and when I wasn't getting asked even simple things like it means that she didn't care like that's how I perceived it and it goes beyond the simple things too it got for us to the point where like our mental health or like big things like Katharina's major change like for me, like, there were things going on in my life that I just didn't even want to share anymore because why does it matter? Like, mm-hmm. if it doesn't matter to them, if they don't want to know, if they don't want to be involved in your life, then don't involve them. Like, if you're doing everything you can to actively involve them in your life and they are actively shutting you out, there is no need for you to get that back. And that was a huge thing for me. Huge thing. You can't yeah. give all of yourself to someone and let them give you zero in return and let them into your world completely. And have you be completely on the outside because it's literally like screaming at a wall. Like it's Mm -hmm. literally like banging on a door saying, let me in. I'm giving you this. I'm telling you, like I am giving you and getting nothing back. And it Mm -hmm. just, it hurts. It hurts so bad. Yeah. And this goes with number two, which is my favorite matching energy. If you're a cunt, I'm a cunt. I think I have the best example of this one. I think I really do. So in the week before me and my ex-girlfriend broke up. Oh no. Yeah, I'm going here. Um, It was on Christmas actually that she just decided to (laughs) stop talking to me. Like literally, like I was watching this from an outside perspective, stopped talking completely. And she had never done that before. And from this perspective, like I I have a very hard time texting people first, whatever. That was definitely something I needed to work on. But in this case, but she had she never done that before. But she was the last person to text. Mm-hmm. And she was the last person to put thought into a message. Yeah. So on, it was Christmas was on a Sunday. I waited five days to text her. Because I was like, if she's not going to text me, I'm not going to put myself out there just for her to be like, why, you were, why didn't you text me? Blah, 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 blah. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to match the energy. If you're not going to do things for me, I'm not going to do things for you. If you're not going to ask me to hang out, I'm not going to ask you to hang out. If you're not going to FaceTime me, I'm not going to FaceTime you. All that stuff. If you're not going to post me, I'm not going to post you. If you're not going to send me nice messages, I'm not going to send you nice messages. All of it. If you're not going to, yeah, like literally, like if you're not going to make the effort to come see me, I'm not going to make the effort to come see you. No, seriously, let's talk about driving equity. Let's talk about driving equity. We need to say it. Get into it. Oh, I have a really bad problem with dating people who live a certain amount of things away from me. This, well, distance, I guess, not things. Mm-hmm. This time was the closest it's ever been. However, it started first date with me driving up there. And every day after until, what, 
Thanksgiving was the first time. Yeah. From August to November. August to November. Well, besides coming up to Denver, I guess, but that happened like twice. But keep in mind, this is like two, three, four. I could probably count on the time of hands, like how many times that she came and saw me. And probably could calculate about how much money she spent in like travel and like that kind of yeah. thing. But like, it was probably a tank time, of gas. <laughs> it was every time it was on me though. Every time it was on me to come. Every time it was me who would be the one to say like, hey, I'm coming back home for the weekend. Can I stop by and see you on the way there? Like it was always me being like, hey, will you come up and see me for the weekend? Like, or like literally I spent so much time, time and money and like, I don't know, like, you give away a lot of yourself for someone, but it's an idea of, like, matching energy, matching that kind of thing. Like, I want showing you, and I'm I'm literally actively showing you that I want to see you. I'm driving 45 minutes every time back and forth, sometimes back at 1 o'clock in the morning to oh, come yeah. spend time with you. And, like, you can't a be bothered to do that in return and i mean this like really like i'm not bashing it's just facts like these are just facts and also the huge other part was every time that we'd spend together was never quality time together because Mm. she wouldn't let me into her life she wouldn't let me into her life so that we could spend that time together it was always in a car or a restaurant or doing something and like don't get me wrong i love doing all of those things with my significant other but literally sometimes i just want to like sit down with you like sometimes like like it's important like that's like sometimes that's the energy that needs to be met so when every single time is such a big thing yet you can make all of this time to do other things with all of your other people ooh the bitch that liked her friends more than me (laughs) let's talk about it oh me too oh Oh, yeah me too um this bitch um number one I was definitely I don't want to say this this makes me sound like a horrible person but I was villainized because this bitch was mad at me for wanting to see her more than once a week she was like I'm so busy I'm doing all these things I'm like okay then if you're doing something at five o'clock tonight what about all the time before that? Why can't we spend 30 minutes together in the morning? And then it just made me feel fucking crazy. And then with the driving thing too, I experienced that because I was living two hours away from my girlfriend and I had to drive back and forth every time. And that's a big reason why I was coming home so much is because I wanted to see her. But she was always like, I'm too busy to come up yeah. to see you. I don't have the time. Like, I'm too scared to drive, like whatever. And it's like, yeah. I'm doing this every single weekend. And then the one time that I don't want to, it's like, oh, you don't want to see me. You don't want to do this. It's like, no, I'm just fucking tired. Because it takes like, so literally. much effort, so much mental planning, so much energy to do. Also, you want to talk about effort and time? Fucking, if I'm going to make plans, follow through. If ah! you're going to cancel. And on- show up on time literally because seriously, this like six times in a which row is cray, which is cray and then proceeded to tell me that I took up more energy than anyone else in her life so it's a burden to see me yes I forgot about that that was yeah that was like I'm telling you we're telling you this not out of hate but don't let yourself get into these situations no, like, do no. not let people treat you like this like I know going into the next re- my next relationship and my next chapter of my life like 
I'm not going to let myself be treated that way. Like I want someone who adores me and worships me and like puts in the effort that I'm putting into them. Yeah, exactly. Like actively showing me like, oh, I want to come see you or like, oh, I want you to come see me. Will you, will you come see me? I'm happy to drive. I am happy. I am happy. If you ask me to come see you, I will come see you. Like not in like Mm -hmm. the sense of like every time, but like if you're actively making an effort, like if you make plans and you're like, okay, well, like, we'll do this, but, like, come to me, like, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely, but, like, there has to be effort both ways, and you can't make someone feel like shit for wanting to spend time with you, like, if that's your significant other, like, I don't know, I guess, like, this doesn't go for everyone, but, like, at least in my mind, like, that's a person you want to spend time with the most, even if it's, like, the little things, like, even if it's, like, calling at the end of the day, or, like, doing little things together and I don't even mean like plans like in-person plans like if we say hey I'm gonna call you tonight before bed call me before bed like Mm -hmm. if you say hey we're gonna do this thing like if we're gonna watch this show together while we can't be together like watch the show with me like it's the little things and it may not like seem big because it's like not huge things obviously but like those things are important like, and those are obviously, like, important things. Like, if I'm asking you to do something with me, like, that means I want to involve you and, like, I want you to do those things. So when, like, we do that and you say you will and then you flake, that doesn't show that you appreciate me or anything that I do. Like, it's, and it goes the same way. Like, if you can't take 30 minutes out of your day and you have all day, like, that's 30 minutes of 12 hours. Like, it's not too much to ask, I don't think. Yeah. And I think it's even like this for me, it was like the language of which I was asked to hang out. Like, you better not hit me up with the want to hang out. No, I don't. It makes me petty and it makes me want to be like, no, it should be like, I want to see you. What are we doing today? Like, or like stuff being like, that. like, hey, or like being like, hey, I want to go to the movies. Will you come with me? Like, or like just the simple thing of like, making a fucking plan making a fucking plan to so I don't have to think about it like I don't want to have to be like okay what time like what am I doing now I have to fucking take a shower before I have all this shit to fucking worry about I'm gonna get there and she's not gonna know what she wants to do like it's we're and we're not gonna have a good time because we have no idea what we want to do you know it's like it's like be like hey like are you free tomorrow at 12 to go get lunch I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of time to spend. I don't have a lot of time to spend with you, but I'd like to. I'd like to have lunch I with you before you. my day gets busy. Simple, simple, effort. Like these okay. things are obviously like these things and these lists are obviously like glamorized and like funny because like that's who we are. But they're serious. Like you get to it, and it's like really like we're we're kind of describing the bare minimum, and that's kind of sad because like that's what we have to set. Like that is what we are striving for is to be treated at the bare minimum because of how much we have it. And I know we're not the only ones. I have friends who've gone through these experiences. We both have our friends who have. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it, yeah. Well, I'll yeah. even say this. I'll say this. From my perspective, I don't think you've really had this experience before. So I think it's pretty, like, I don't know a lot of people who have had this experience before. But I felt super, and I mentioned it a second ago, I feel super guilty about the way that I acted in that past relationship and this stuff it's for me too it's to so I can like treat people better so on both ends like doesn't matter if I was a fucking cunt or if I got treated horribly like it's good advice to have and it's 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 a good like 
it's a good baseline to know if you're treating people like shit honestly like also no yeah that too like in some of that stuff like I realized like where I need to give and take and like not even just my relationships but my friendships like even in that like having those conversations like Catherine and I's relationship has improved like her knowing that like sometimes I need her to ask me to do things because then I don't feel wanted like if I feel like I'm putting in all the energy and texting all the time like it goes for anything and also I know there have been moments where like I've shut her out like I've shut Katharina out and like you have felt like I prioritized everyone else but you and I wanted friendships with everyone else but you but like we are 10 times closer now because we know these things and we know how to like go about these things like Mm -hmm. it's just a baseline I think and it's just something that so many people miss like it's such a necessity that like it's just overlooked like really as simple as that okay next one pretty simple put as much time into yourself as you do into a relationship we talked about this pretty cut and dry yeah that one really is just the way that it is um next (laughs) next one is more so a security measure on my hand because of things that have recently happened but um all potential feelings must check okay this should have um fucking applied to t but wcm so there, it's applied it, to both of us now, and it is. <laughs> All potential flings must be vetted. Background check, social media, fucking brutal honesty. And this is just like, for us as, like, best friends. Yeah. It's, like, I think most of the times we're very right about our impressions of how we see the people that each other dates. And listen to your friends. That's especially, it. Like, especially when the people who you're in a relationship are actively against your best friends. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if your significant other hates your friends and your parents for no reason, they're out. Like, it's okay to feel a little bit jealous of, like, your friends or your significant other's friends. Because, like, I felt that. But it is not okay to hate them for no reason when you don't know them. And it's never affected, that has never affected my significant other and their friends' relationship. The way that that, that affected our relationship. Our relationship. Even the relationship I have with my parents all of my other friends my grandparents like everybody noticed yeah everyone yeah it's just like and it's sad because then you're literally cutting out the people who've been there your whole life for you for this this person who you don't really know and Mm -hmm. like we're talking like at the beginning like we're not talking like you're two years into this relationship yeah like like no it's vibes like once again it's vibes and I think, mm-hmm. like, with this, I think we haven't talked about this, but I think the brutal honesty part should be on both of our ends. Like, yeah. we should not sugarcoat. We should not make people no. to seem as good as we can. We like, we have lot. to be honest. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, next next one, one. Simple. Must have a license and a job, unless you're a student. <laughs> unless you're a student or you have a genuine, like, I get it. Like, school isn't for everyone. Like, like Junie. Junie has Junie's band. And I would consider that, like, a genuine, like, you have to be working towards something or passionate about, like, living life and not just being, like, fucking stoned all day and doing nothing, you know? And being miserable and being okay with being miserable and literally, like, you're miserable. Dragging people down with you. Dragging people down with you because you will not put in the work to grow, to be better, to do better for yourself. And it's really, like, I guess, like, not just have a license and a job. Like, that's our, like, fa- like our, like, stupid way of saying, like, have drive, have goals. Like, have, like, something that you're working towards in life. And it doesn't have to be school. And it doesn't have to be 
a 401k, like something you're passionate about. Like June is a great example, like June's band Mm -hmm. or like art. If art is something you're serious about, like put effort into it. Like that, like that's not something I'm going to dog you on. If your time and your energy and your effort is going into something that you're passionate about and that you love, like that is a good use of your time. But sitting around being miserable all the time, making me feel like me doing my thing because we're doing great big things. Like, like we're, we have goals. We're smart like, ladies. We have goals. We're, we're smart, ladies smart ladies. We're driven. And you know, like we have all these things and like, I want someone who matches that, who supports me and who's happy for me and encourages me and like understands what I'm doing is big. And like, also they want to grow with me. Like we want to grow together and a relationship does not work if one person is happy with being miserable and the other person wants to grow because naturally the person who wants to grow is going to end up settling because this person is never going to want to do better for themselves and I didn't even just learn that in relationships my dad like like is a great example of like being content with things being the same his whole life and being okay with that and not wanting to do more even with the potential that he had like I don't know enough said I really think that that like like ha- yeah. yeah next yeah. don't plan your life around anyone else this is so huge so huge don't decide what school you're going to if you're still in high school don't decide like for don't me I was worried a future with anybody ever unless yeah. it's happening don't plan it unless you're getting exactly. married you shouldn't be talking about how many kids you're gonna have Sorry, but it leads to her every time. Sorry, because now I'm like, oh, this bitch is going to come back into my life and we're going to have an apartment in Denver. No, the fuck she's not. Okay, get over it. Exactly. And it's like, you can't live in a fantasy. Like very much all we have control of is the right now. And we can't control what happens to us, but we we can control our reaction to it. And that is all about being in the present moment. And so when you start idealizing and romanticizing and like creating futures with people, you're focused on that instead of what's actually happening. And you can get put yourself through a lot of hurt that way, like a lot of hurt because you're in love with an idea of a person, an idea of what they're going to do. But when they a never reach that, 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 that image that you have in your head, because that's what they told you. That's a the picture they set up. And when things fall apart, if they fall apart, then you're literally just hurt like either way like you're just you're it's it's good for nobody it's mm-hmm. good for nobody because then it creates issues not not even just them having an issue like being the issue but also like you are an issue because now you have this expectation of them in your head and they're constantly not living up to it so anything they do is not going to be good enough like as simple okay. as that and also don't stop yourself from doing things because of another person even on, like, I think on, that's, like, big scale. For me, on a simpler scale, I'm a fucking planner, okay? I like to plan my shit out. Every time before I go out somewhere, I have shit I want to do. I want to take a shower. I want to look nice. I want to do my shit. So when people mm-hmm. are constantly disregarding your time and the time that you've planned out for them and dropping stuff on you and you're constantly having to adjust your life to them, it adds so much stress. And even for me, like, I realized, like, when I was FaceTiming her every night, I would not be doing my homework the way I should. Like, I was half-assing my fucking homework. So it's like, have this goes into the next one. Here you go. 
when you're alone, you're alone. You're with friends, you're with friends. No dwelling, no vibe usage. When you're doing homework, you're doing homework. When you're hanging out with your significant other, you're hanging out with your significant other. Like when you're, when you're hanging out your with your best friend, friend, you're yeah, you're facing your friend. Like, the last six or five months, I feel like even we hang out like or the last year we hung out a lot, a lot of the time, and I feel like because of the this like kind of energy coming from our relationships of we were always in fights, we're always mad at them, they're always fucking doing something, that brought our vibes down as like yeah, even in our friendship. And like the time we talk we were... about it all the time. Yeah, the time we were spending with each other just wasn't quality time. Next, um no FaceTiming until you've hung out for the first time. I still break this. I I mean I haven't FaceTime, but I I, I'd be phone calling. I think that's different, though, a little bit. But Fuck off. I think, well, I'll say that, because my argument for this one is I think FaceTime is so personal. Like, yeah. they can see your surroundings. They can see your room. They can see your safe space. They, like, all that stuff. And if you're not, like, really intending on letting that person into your life for real, like, that's a breach of privacy. Like, that's your space. And then when you're sitting here at night thinking about your failed situation, you're going to be like, I FaceTimed them in this bed right here, you know? And you think of all the shit they said. So just don't do it. Just wait until after you've hung out so you know if you like them, and then you can start dedicating extra time to them. It is, like, a very personal thing to FaceTime someone. Like, they're seeing you sometimes at your worst. Like, when you're not, like, in the public eye, like, when you're in your space, like, really, like, you that act is, like... different. Yeah. Okay, next we one, already kinda, we already talked about this. Just come across somebody naturally. I yeah, that's that. And um, yeah. we've also talked about this one. Yeah, ratio of texting to talking, a uh, fake sense of intimacy. Enough said. We covered that one. Twelve don't and get don't get invested too quick. We also talked about this one. Just don't fucking like two weeks into a relationship say you love someone. Like don't like two days into talking say you're dating. Like, do not jump into a relationship just because you like someone. Like, explore those feelings. Get to know someone and figure out if, like, that connection is actually worth having. And if, like, if it's a romantic connection or if it's a platonic connection, like, sometimes people don't work out in those ways. And that's okay. But, like, sometimes you still want them in your life. Like, take the time to get to know those things and to learn Mm -hmm. those things about yourself. Because if not, it's just, it has an expiration date on it. It's going to end. Like, no matter how long you try, like, there's an expiration date stamped on it. There is going to be an end date. It's not sustainable. You can't live your life with someone. If you are still, like, of course, you're going to be getting to know each other. But if you still don't know basic things about each other within the first three months. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Like, if you don't, this is for me. This is how I measure this. I am a guarded person to a fault. And I'll admit that. But I, for me, the last two relationships that I've been in, they didn't know about, like, what makes me me and my struggles with mental health and any of that because they never asked. And that's a very no. hard thing to bring up. It's a very, very hard thing to bring up. So if you don't and know to something feel like comfortable that talking months, about exactly, because a lot of people, it's hard for a lot of people. And okay. even being like, for me, I was like, I don't want to like fucking trauma dump on this person and them to think I want attention. But it's like, once again, you have to know that genuinely this person wants to hear this from you and that they're asking. 
and that they, they have they like you that you know mm-hmm. yeah, and they should validate that they should say I want to be here for you like I want to help you through those things and I want to hear when things happen so that I can help you through them I can't fix your problems I can't make them go away but as someone who's supposed to be this vested interest in your life I want to help you get through them like that to me is the most important yeah plain and simple um don't get in oh oh the talking stage this goes into this it needs to be a talking stage yes for not one week not two weeks like at least a month four weeks um pet names unless you're like me and refer to everyone as like babe babes that kind of thing but like Jaden has a bad I'm gonna air your shit out has a bad bad fucking problem with hitting people online and then three days later being like good morning love how are you doing like that's just how Jaden is that's what I've noticed you also do darling sometimes too (laughs) that's intimate and for me I think I was the one that like really convinced Jaden this because once again I'm guarded as fuck and it's it's an intimate thing for me personally to be like yeah like be called that or like to me that's like that's relationship that's nothing else that's for a relationship yeah um okay. effort on both ends to make plans we already kind of talked about this it needs to go both ways if I want to make plans one day I want you to also ask me to hang out yeah um only one to two days dedicated to plans a week if you see each other in between then great like if if you want little spontaneous hangouts wonderful but like dedicated time like you have to have time for yourself and when you're in the talking stage you don't need to be giving seeing each other every so much yeah until they prove yeah. that they're worth it to you and that's what the talking yeah. stage is for yeah it, that, it is with that you should um, be going on equal mixes of casual and real dates which is like that. what we're saying like what mm-hmm. we're saying like go on one to two ca- like real dates like real dates with the person casually see each other spend time with each other especially like I live on a college campus like you see these people all the time you're going to be spending regular time with them if you're dating like in person on a college campus like Mm -hmm. that's just like given but like take the time like one to two days a week and it's not like only see each other like we say this in the sense like also like take the time to make that time one to two days a week to get to know someone like both of you like put aside time but also like, yeah. know that there's a boundary and don't give too much of yourself away. The first date should be a real date. You shouldn't be going over to a bitch's house to watch an ep- or a fucking season of a show and then she falls asleep halfway through and then you have to leave at 1 a.m. No. Or if you are going, or if you are going over to their house, it should be like a cute like movie night. Like do like yeah, something like yeah. Here's your favorite snacks and we're gonna put cute lights on and make a fort and watch this movie. And I. And I bought us matching pajamas, like that kind of like. It, it shouldn't be. Here's what it should shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I'm coming over at six o'clock at night, and then we're hooking up, and I'm leaving at one a.m. Shouldn't be that exactly for the first date. That's no. Okay. Um, and last, last one. one. I want to say this one. Yeah. I'm gonna that. I'm gonna hit home with this one. Don't be with somebody you have to fix. <laughs> I every time. Every time, that's why I settle for bad relationships. Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to put in the effort to fix yourself, I'm not saying you have to be perfect and you don't have to have it. And you don't, like, you don't have to be this perfect person without issues because I'm clearly not. I have my own shit going on, but I'm not going to force you to fix it. And I'm not going to, that's not my expectation of you. My expectation of me is that I'm going to work on those things. 
we're going to work on those things together in terms of how that's affecting our relationship. But apart, we need to both be growing so that we can grow together. That's it. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Don't be with someone who's miserable. They're going to make you miserable. Yep. This is mine. We're going to kind of speed run this one really quick. Don't torture yourself by looking for slash being able to find things that you know will make you sad. We talked about this. Just makes you unhappy. Um, Mm -hmm. Protect your peace. Spend time with yourself. Learn to spend time with yourself. Be okay spending time with yourself. And, and be okay with saying no. Protecting, yep. like, being, like, saying no to something or going somewhere that you know you're, like, not, it's not the vibe for you. Don't go. Like, don't that's go. protecting yeah. your peace. Yeah. Um, it's okay to process alone. That must be respected or you're out. If someone doesn't understand that you need a minute to be by yourself for a minute, they're not, they don't respect you. Period. End of story um for go through hard times without embarrassing yourself be there for yourself before anyone else don't rely on other people to solve your issues already talked about this oh I think Um, let me add to this really quick the embarrassing yourself part for me that's a big thing because I have a chronic fear of embarrassment Uh, doing stuff and once again this is like the posting stuff that is like just go through it you don't want to be that person that's like I'm so fucking sad. I have so much anxiety. And they keep fucking posting about it. Like, it's again, like, deal with it yourself and get better. Like, be on your own shit. Be your own rock. Protect your peace. That's it. Yep. Stand up for yourself. Um, Yeah. Five, you're an adult. So act like it. I mean, I guess that's for us. If you're under 18. um, Be a fucking menace. (laughs) No. No. But, like, be mature. Come on. Handle things with a sense of maturity. Like, an, the, especially the for... I dated before was not an adult, but they were close enough to being adult, and we were close enough in age that they know. Once you're, like, above 17, 18, you have the cognitive brain function to be able to realize, okay, my life is changing. I have to act like an adult. Also, like, for those of us who are adults who are 18 and up, we're baby adults. Like, I know I understand we are not, like, full-grown 24-year-olds who have mentally developed fully. But please, for the life of God, stop acting like you're in high school. Dating is not high school dating anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. jobs are not just fun little frilly jobs anymore. Like, there is actual, like, you got to get your shit together. Mm -hmm. Like, you're an adult. Snapchat either. Yeah. Yeah. My life saying. This is my life. This is the one thing. If you take anything, if you take anything from any of this, this sums it all up. Go. Don't expect anything from anyone ever, and you'll never get hurt. Just don't. If you don't have expectations, if you don't have expectations, what is there to be let down? Hold yourself to a high standard. Meet those standards for yourself. Everyone else, though, earn it. Make them earn it. End of story expect nothing just really nobody's ever gonna give you nobody's ever gonna give you all that you want so don't expect it and if they surprise you cool but most likely they're not so don't expect anything from anyone and you'll never get oh oh and the next part of being alone with yourself for the rest of your life is comforting i this is me this is like so me and in these moments in these moments where i have these people like we'll talk we'll just we'll use relationships when she would not like spend time with me and I'd have to be alone. Like I'd spend time with my friends, but now it's like, I have to be my own rock because I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. And especially if I expect nothing from everybody, then 
I'll literally you need to sit be okay back. with being by yourself. Yes. And also, I was literally staring, or I was in the hot tub earlier, and I was just not doing anything. And I was like, this is what it's going to be like for the rest of my life. Like, it's going to be me in a room and with my presence, and that's it. And you it's helpful. to be okay with that. It yes, is. It, it is, is comforting. Because if there's one person you can rely on, and that you know you can rely on, it should be yourself. Because you're the person that you are spending the rest of your life with. And we're not saying, like, being alone for the rest of your life is comforting in the sense like you can't have like a significant other or something, but you are alone in the sense that you are the only person that you can control. You are the only person that has any kind of control over your life. You are the only one who can control your reactions, your emotions, the way that you handle things, the way that you interact and you, like the space you take up in the world, you are the only person who can control that. Yeah. And so if you can't do that, In the words of Mama Rue, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen? What does that mean? Who's Rue? From Euphoria? You don't know who RuPaul is? Oh, I know who RuPaul is. Have you never watched Drag Race? No, not a single episode. (laughs) Oh, I'm just queer. (laughs) Are you going to take my gay card away? Yeah. I'm getting deported. You don't understand a RuPaul reference. We're done. Game over. It. Um, next. Um, positive self-talk always. Don't talk bad to yourself. Come on. Um, when something is bothering you, write it out, make a video, make art, do something to get all the feelings out rather than festering, but it has to be something that you do by yourself. Yeah. If you're feeling big emotions, you're the only one who can figure out what to do with those. And sometimes and like, you need to get it out. Sometimes yes. you need to scream. Sometimes you need to cry. Sometimes you need to write. Sometimes you need to talk. Um, find something that you could do. Yeah. Just that. Um, yeah. Yep. Avoid all outside noise that is unnecessary. Don't add more stress to your life that you don't need. Essentially, don't search for the we bad. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. With the social media, I think that's a good perspective yeah. of it. Uh, For us, get out of the house once a day, even if it's something lazy to do. Just change up your routine. Don't sit in bed and be miserable all day, even if it's going outside to, like, go get a breath of fresh air and, like, I don't know, walk around the block or, like. Just, like, be in the world. Do some. Yeah, like, go, like, yeah, go see things. Go people watch. Go, like, be in nature for a minute. Like, it's good to change your setting, Um, which goes into weekly reset routine. Um. Take time for yourself every week to kind of put your ducks in a row, get your mind together, get rid of the Sunday scaries, um, and just set yourself up. I had a good Sunday reset today. Today's been relaxing as fuck for me. Me too. I really, yeah. God's Um, day. (laughs) You are God. Yeah. And the last one, stand the fuck up for yourself. Sorry, I had to. Yeah. Uh, Both of us are such docile people, and we let. People stand all over the fucker. And we're like, what if this is mean? What if they hate us for saying this? Like, no, just fucking say it. You have nothing to lose. Yeah, I've learned that if you cannot be real, if you cannot be, like, honest with other people about yourself, you're lying to yourself. And why would you lie to yourself? Like, why are you lying to you? Because you know what's real and what's not. Like, it's just not doing anything to lie to yourself. So don't. Don't gaslight yourself. No. All right. Body. Body, yaddy, yaddy. Okay, sorry. 
So first thing for your body, go to the fucking gym. Be a muscle mommy. This um, specifically probably applies to me more so than anybody else because I cannot function without working out or I want to kill myself. I've... Also, it's the only way that I can get my rage out. Valid. So valid. I, I just... like lifting because it's helping me heal my relationship with myself. And so that's why I do it. Um, kind of different. I mean, kind of the same, but kind of different. But yeah. yeah. Mine's more just like just... I genuinely get like a release from working out. Well, you get a release from moving your body. Like do something mm-hmm. with your body. Be yeah. Active. You don't have to go to the gym. Go on a yeah, walk. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to say it. Go on Just a run. be strong. Be strong. Like, don't let your body get to the point where you can't use it anymore. Like, seriously. Like, as both of us were athletes for a long time, and I'd say, like, through the summer, even into December, like, we both were so fucking unactive. Like, our bodies, we could not move them the same way. We were not as flexible. We had no endurance we like got out of breath doing stuff like just don't let your body get and to that point that doesn't make you feel good about yourself we're not even talking about like how your body looks and like weight or oh, anything. yeah like, you start to feel like shit about yourself like oh, you yeah. really do like because when you're not treating your body right and your body's doing so much every day it, you're just wearing yourself down you're exhausted it affects your sleep it affects your mental health it affects everything yeah and it's another like i feel like even we could put this in like for me it's a way to get my frustration out for sure like (laughs) this bitch texted me one time straight to the gym straight to the gym and I was over it within a day like it's just for some of us it's I like have a physical reaction to the rage in my body and I just need to like literally go as hard as I can to get it out so expression once again Okay. Uh, don't skip out on skincare, brushing your teeth, moisturizing, nail clip, nail care, showering, cleaning, room cleaning. <laughs> clean I'm your shit. Say it. Clean your glass. <laughs> clean your glass. That's it. Just clean your glass. <laughs> you yep. don't want You're... lung cancer or mold. Or mold. <laughs> I think it's also, like, for this, it just, it's, like, your body is, like, you live in it. Like, why do you want to look in the mirror and see dull-ass skin every day that you don't take care of? Like, you don't. You don't want to see that. No. And it will make you feel worse about yourself. Like, I'm sorry, but it will. Because I felt like shit about myself when I would stay in bed for five days straight and my hair was sticking out from different angles and I had matting in the back of my hair. Yeah. Also, please, if you're depressed, shower. Like, I get it. Like, like we're sad, but we need to smell good. Like, it's an epidemic. (laughs) On a real note. And we've all fallen victim to it. But just remember to spray on that deodorant before you leave the house. <laughs> like, like, at least that. Like, at least put some fucking deodorant on. And, like, please, maybe wipe away the crusties the gym, from your mouth. Please, Wear if, fucking deodorant! <laughs> Wear that fucking deodorant at the gym. If I smell one more smelly-ass man, you're getting slaughtered. <laughs> Let's see how you take a 35-pound kettle ball to the fucking brain. I was gonna stick to the balls. Kettle balls to the balls. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> take the your next vitamins one is, and anti yeah. goddamn depressants every Wait. day. Okay, okay. I haven't taken my antidepressants today. I, I haven't today. taken mine either. Antidepressant <laughs> interlude. Okay. And then the last one. Oh, no. The second to last one here is limit your alcohol consumption. 
We do not want to be the girlies who are glorifying drinking and fetishizing drinking because that's such a thing in college and we don't want to do it. But we just want to be careful about it and it's not good for your body really in any way. It's really just not good. Every morning you you wake up thinking shit. And you do something you regret. Okay, and then the last one in body is validate yourself. Your body is beautiful, so treat it that way. And if you're you don't beautiful. Think you're the ba- Shut the fuck up. If you don't <laughs> think you're the baddest bitch on the block, nobody else is either. See, she's going to call you a bad bitch, and I'm going to tell you you're the most stunning, gorgeous. Love yourself. Like, love yourself. Okay, and on that note, there's cheers! anymore <laughs> suddenly okay if we're gonna talk about soul um that's soul. our next category mm-hmm. okay I'll, I'll start on this one this one this one's affected me i would say more than you i'm gonna say it i don't care this applies to me and me only there you go <laughs> try to enrich your mind and read despite the weed brain fry <laughs> let's talk about it weed fries your brain no matter what, if you're not exercising your muscle in your brain while you're smoking, you're going to lose it. So if you're like me, drop out of school and spend three months smoking and you can't read, you can't do anything, you're going to have a hard time. So or even as a girly, it, go, and no, a girly in, and a girly in school, if you're smoking, like be mindful, like you don't expect you to be able to smoke and go to all of your classes and learn like everything that you needed to learn in that time like you're not going to be able to sit through a two-hour lecture with uh, as a zombie like you're not and you're going to be able to sit there but you're not gonna what are you paying for a college education for and the other like this goes with that too is our third one on this list which is being more intentional with smoking treated as a ritual rather than a crutch like at the end of if you if you're going to smoke every day and this is me i smoke every day Jaden doesn't if you're going to smoke every day make it have a purpose like I smoke before I go to the gym because I love that like mind muscle connection and it's like my ritual like I'll smoke have my pre-workout listen to music it gets my vibes up and before I I go to bed like I have my incense I'll put my lights on I'll smoke a joint like enjoy my favorite show go to bed like I'm not letting it affect everything else in my life I'm not doing it when I'm bored like I'm doing everything that I need to do first so that I'm not fucking myself over in the future and that's that, pretty much. And simple as that. Um, number two, I guess we already went through three, so we'll just do two. Um, spend quality time alone that's not rotting alone. Sometimes it's important to ha- to rot. I will give yes, you that. Yes, for Sometimes sure. Sometimes it is important to just rot in bed. It's needed. But also make sure you spend time to do things that you like doing and that aren't, like, rotting like literally don't like let yourself sit in bed all day for no reason like that's the whole idea with going out and doing like going outside once a day like do something for your soul like do something that makes you happy and for like for all my online girlies this is an epidemic like all I will do before I got into like the space that I'm at now and the ritual and habits I have now I would literally spend all day doing nothing, rotting in bed, and be so fucking bored all the time and smoke all day because I was so fucking bored. Yes. Well, and she would spend fucking 13 hours a day on TikTok. A day. day. 13 hours a day. (laughs) Not a week, a day. And, like, still, I spend probably 90% of my time alone now 
And I just like try to fill it up by like kind of blocking my time out where it's like, okay, I'm going to fucking watch the show and be catatonic now, but later I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have a meal where I'm not like scrolling on TikTok and I'm going to listen to music and I'm going to like do like, I'm going to meditate. Like we both, I feel like been wanting to get back into that lately yeah, too. And, like, for my college girlies like my on campus like Catherine is in college don't get me wrong but like if you're in like a social setting like I am like you're on a campus you're living in a dorm you're communal living mm-hmm. like that time alone is important and oh, like you're yeah, never gonna sure. have like you're like it's bad to say but like you're never gonna really have time alone because there's gonna be people around you constantly but figure out what works for you like, in saying that being around people all the time is draining like it's so draining and I don't know just like it's important that you spend time with yourself though to find those things and also take time to yourself away from like don't feel pressure to be with friends all the time like do not feel pressured to like be out going to parties every weekend if you don't want to like mm-hmm. protect your peace protect your peace do your things for you yeah um okay. next this next one is oh. it, it's me she's me um <laughs> It's feel your emotions, but don't let them consume you, okay? As the resident's no-feeling gang girly, I know how much this fucks you up when you push everything down. Um, In 2019, I got out of a relationship, and I don't think I fully processed it until probably a month ago. Because I was pushing my feelings down, and I was like, fuck that motherfucker! Like, I'm just gonna be a bad bitch and fucking be smart like you don't need to get revenge like you that is not the first thing that should be on your mind the first thing that should be on your mind is healing okay that's it feel your emotions like for me I'll feel how fucking shitty I've been whatever but it's better than letting it sit inside you and not even know the ways in the future of how that will affect you and see for me I guess it's kind of on the opposite spectrum of don't let them consume you in the sense mm-hmm. that I feel things really heavy and really hard and really all at once to the point where a lot of the time it's debilitating and it's like that's all I will hyper fixate on that's all I can focus on and I will let that drag me down and so number one it's important that you have positive things and positive people in your life so that you can feel happy about things but also like understand that it's okay to feel your emotions and okay to process through and if you need if you need a day to cry and to sit in those emotions, take that day to literally sob your heart out, but also know that it's not going to end you. Like this is not the end all be all. And like, you're going to push through because like you're strong and you're you and you stand up for yourself and you protected your peace and you are going to build yourself back up. Even if you're shattered on the ground in a million pieces, bit by bit, like you're going to pick yourself back up. You're going to keep going because you're a bad bitty. Yeah, but and you're I think a it's bad important. baby who fills her emotions. Yeah. I think it's also important to, like, feel every emotion that you have and yeah. not just be like, Catherine, like, that is the fucking worst thing you've ever thought of in your life. Why the fuck? Like, no, feel it. Like, seriously, just everything, like, it's and subconscious. Happy. Like, when you're happy, let yourself be happy. Mm-hmm. Literally let yourself emotions. be happy. Yeah. yeah, like, let yourself enjoy things. Come on, like simple pleasures like let yourself enjoy things okay next one uh really quick really simple straight to the point tell the people that you love that you love them and spend time with your soulmates as much as possible period yep. um and then the last one do things out of your comfort zone explore new things and work towards something that you can accomplish have goals be goal oriented yeah and, and complete something 
immediate little boost in the head. Like, I love checklists for this reason, even if it's daily goals. Mm-hmm. Like, like just yeah. checking that box off, like, mm. Like clicking that humans bubble. Are like humans love little rewards. We have little rat brains. I love a good task. You have a rat brain and you love tasks. I also think like for me, you're such like you're so much better at this than I am, than I am in that you can do things and enjoy them without like having to be good at them and just like truly enjoy them whereas for me, you're better at it than I am, okay? I will not do something unless I know I'm perfect at it. And that's, that's it. And you just need to learn to be a little silly sometimes. Yeah. And like, I've been better about that. Like, (laughs) get a little silly. Get a little silly. Yeah. How simple is that? Do, do the unexpected and be okay with it and know that if you fall, okay you're going to look stupid. back up again. Yeah. yeah, everyone looks stupid at some point in their life. All the time, and it's gonna be worse. I think everybody looks stupid all the time. So and you're going to be you're going to be caught slacking at some point. So that's so okay. true. That's real. Okay. Um, okay. Next, we're going to talk about school really quick and then wrap it up with finances. Play. Yeah, slay. <laughs> slay. Great. We're gonna go through school real quick because it's pretty straight into the point. I'll go through yeah. it like I'll hit it with I'll hit it real quick. Um try not to hate homework and studying. Romanticize everything in your life, including school. If you hate it, switch up your ritual. I do this by taking stories of the day. If I'm in a cute place on campus, take a picture. I'm like, oh now I gotta study here. It's cute. Like that kind of thing. Like do little things that like make it enjoyable. Like don't burn yourself out all at once. Do things that make you happy. Or like I go study in like this building that has a piano in it and I'll take like a five minute piano break. Like do things. Which goes Mm -hmm. into my next point of study in places other than your room um there's like actual like I'm not gonna quote shit but like there's like scientific evidence that's like if you study in your room then like you'll associate it with like studying and you won't be able to sleep because your brain will constantly be thinking of what task you need to do next well and 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 if you do homework in your bed you have a harder time fucking in your bed just saying okay (laughs) and we're falling asleep so yeah that too but (laughs) all of the above um treat investing in school as investing in your future um number one you're paying money for college if you're in college you are paying money you are investing so make the most out of it um don't forget your goals you have passions follow them you're there for a reason don't get sidetracked there's a lot of fun things going on but you're there for a reason and the last one which i think is the most important one is take up every opportunity to learn something new even if it's not in your classes, even if it's something on campus or something off campus or something in your community, or um, maybe you have extra room in your schedule to take a silly little class that you're not like super confident. Take take it. Learn something. Do something. Travel. Go fucking anything you want. Go learn something. Learn a new language on Duolingo. I'm learning Swedish. Ah, um, Swedish. Next, last one. The last one we're on is finances. Because we all know a bad bitty loves to spend. So we got to keep that shit and in we're check. we're college and we're broke college biddies. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first one is pretty simple. It's like a small change for real. It's a really small change. But um, I noticed, me personally, I spend a lot of my money on food. So don't spend millions of dollars on fast 
Please make you feel shitty without fail. My okay. Um, preface um, interlude. My AirPods died, so I'm here now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, don't spend millions of dollars on fast food because number one, it goes by quicker than you think, and also it always makes you feel like shit. Like it always makes you feel like shit. Like, like it makes you like not even in the moment. Like it's like it's nice because you're like buying something, but then like you feel shitty afterwards, and you're like, why did I eat that? And then you're just like. Not even, like, but like, food guilt-wise. Like, no, but just, like, it makes like you feel like you can't enjoy the food because you feel guilty about spending the money. That, too. And also, like, it just, like, biologically makes you feel grody. Like, for me, personally, it just makes me feel, like, dense and heavy and, like, weighed down. Um, next one don't is... Buy shit. Ah, yes. Don't buy shit for people who don't deserve it. I literally have drained my bank account on my last two girlfriends, and for what? Like, I'm not even talking about just gifts. We're talking about, like, travel. Like, gas. Gas is expensive. Yeah. And I, like, in my last relationship, I paid for everything. Like, always. I, and it's because at a point I wanted to, but it was at another point where I felt, like, very uncomfortable letting her spend money on me. So just... And I would say, like, you don't my, feel my little... not open enough in a relationship to have genuine conversations about money. You don't need to be buying them shit. They don't need to be buying you shit until you're on the same page. Like, you, it's give yeah. and take. You can't be, you know? And, and like, I will be fully transparent and say that, like, in my last relationship, she spent a lot of money on me a lot of the time. And I was very grateful for it. But it also made me feel bad because when I was in a place where I couldn't spend money... Like, that's, like, it's hard. Like, it's really hard. Oh, my God. Can we talk really quick about sending your partner money? We both experience this. We both, trigger warning are poor. Um, we come from very modest family. Low, no, we come from low-income households with parents who literally have worked their butts off to, like, have a roof over our heads. Yeah, like, and we, we don't get, we don't. They don't pay for our college. They don't pay for our food. They don't no. pay for anything. So when, if you have a partner that is in that same situation, you should not be, number one, sending them money randomly. And number two, being like, do you need money? I have money. Do you want me to give you money? Like, I'll give you money. No. No. It's just like, it makes you feel so guilty. And like, yeah. I get that it's nice. And sometimes it's nice to be like, oh, here's a little money for like a treat. But like, it can't be an expectation and it also like if you're not in the place to and like understanding that like maybe your partner is not in a place to like reciprocate that and it's going to make them so really guilty that you sent it to them it is it's a little bit hard and like especially like I don't know like my first quarter of college I didn't have a job and for most of it she did and so like I didn't have a disposable income but I still felt the need to like spend money on her because like yeah. she was spending money on me and I, I was guilty and like I felt guilty and I felt bad because like I felt like I wasn't contributing to the relationship in that way so it's just an icky an icky ick yeah. just talk about money like again I think this follows in the three months rule like you should know how your partner grew up stuff like that like mm -hmm. to be fair they might have not known that was a trigger for us but also it's just like I think we both talk a lot about stress with money and I know I talked with her a lot about like I don't have health insurance I'm fucked you know and then that's when she would offer money and I'd be like no I'm not letting you do that like I want I want support and monetary support is not always the best support you can give let's just say that
And really that's like it in terms of finances. Like that's the most important thing that I think that we both have to say about it. I think of everything. So yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. So those are a gal's guide to being a cunt in 2023. Um, yeah. So there's, there's that information for you. Do with it what you will. Um, if you listened thus far, thanks for listening to us ramble about our lives for almost two hours at this point. I hope it was funny. <laughs> oh, I hope that it, yeah, this is probably not the funniest episode I was thinking yeah. about that. Just because, like, it was it was some more serious unpacking of things and, like. Yeah, for sure. This is, like, but, like, now you know, like, we how we live the way that we do. We and I guess it's just, like, no, we did have some good shit. Um, I think we have more shit. You'll get to know us a little better and our personalities as we do more with um, this podcast. If anyone's listening. If anyone's listening. If not, then we just had a good therapy sesh. We really did. And we've got to spend some quality time with each other. Talking um, and then I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so just to wrap things up. Um, I'm Jaden. I'm a freshman in college. Um, that's icebreaker. Okay, okay. Here, we're going to do an icebreaker. We'll do your name, your major, and one thing I hate about you. <laughs> and one thing you hate. <laughs> okay, you start. Um, I'm Jaden. Um, I am a first-year student. I am a double major in gender and women's studies and international studies with a minor in economics. Um, and one thing I hate about Katharina is that she is the most bitter and resentful person that you will ever know. <laughs> but I also love it about her. Mm-hmm. Okay. My name's Katharina. I'm, um, I was a biology major. We'll put that up there. <laughs> Caused me extreme depression. And now I do online school. And um, my major is English. And I guess I'll go into it. I have a concentration in film lit and media studies and my minor is journalism. And the thing I hate most, or one thing, sorry, I should say one thing I hate about Jaden because I hate many things about her. Uh, See my TikTok for a full list of our (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about that. One thing I hate about her is she is so nice. And I'm not going to elaborate. You're just so nice. <laughs> Too nice. <laughs> Too nice. It just yeah. pisses me off because I'm the exact opposite. And I'm like, what is there yeah. to be happy about? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. And so I guess like that's like, I guess one thing to note about our friendship. We're very brutally honest with each other all the time. Yeah. If there's one thing about us that a bitch doesn't like about the other, it's gonna be known because we live too much talking behind each other's backs for so long. Yeah, um, and we live together now, so our or not now, but we have lived together, so our yeah. fuses are short. So we'll just say oh, whatever. And when, I, and when I come home, I live with you, so I have a room at your house. Yeah, um, we've been friends for um, almost ten years, over ten years now. Yeah, it's we were about eight. This is the tenth year. Remember, this is the tenth year of our friendship. Um, we've kind of gone through everything together, so a lot of our sh- our lives obviously have been together. So we have a lot of shared experiences to talk about. Yeah, we know, um, and a lot of growth. A lot of yeah, a lot of growth we've done over the last few years, and um, I think that's just in terms of getting to know us. You'll get to know us individually as we tell our stories, but that's kind of like 
us here, we've talked about doing this podcast literally probably since the freshman year of high school. Um, yeah, so it's yeah. been this has been a this is a passion project, definitely for sure. Um, and we hope that you guys enjoy it. So thank you, thank you for listening to this to the first show episode. Of- <laughs> to the first oh, shit show of an episode of Bedroom. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna yeah, end. Gonna Here's our that. sign off. We're just gonna scream into the mic. Is <laughs> gonna be our sign off for Rage Room. <laughs> okay, thanks for watching, everybody. Oh yeah, everyone get a good yell with us. This is gonna be our <laughs> get, thing. Get guys. it out. Okay, in three, two, one. Ah!